There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. God's going to speak through him. So we stretch our hands towards our guests and we say, Blessed be the man who comes in the name of the Lord. Preach, Bishop. We'll hear and obey in Jesus' name. Y'all give it up. From Austin, Texas, Bishop Roy Felton Bright Jr. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right, y'all was a lively bunch. You know, y'all were kind of quiet and this, that, and the other. Let me get situated here while I talk myself. So, um, you, um, Y'all, many of you don't know, but I hate flying. I'm going to just put it out there. I hate flying. Uh, the long-term folks, they know. But this trip wasn't as bad except for the landing. Now, we were doing real good for about an hour and 30 minutes. And then the man come on and he say, well... I'm going to put the seatbelt light back on. And I looked at my wife and I said, my goodness, I almost made it. He said, it's going to be a little rocky coming into Denver. And uh, we were going down and we were going good. And at one point, I grabbed her leg real tight like that there because I thought it was over. I thought I was gone. But I wasn't. I'm, I'm still here. Amen. 
All right. Before I start, let's celebrate this man of God, the angel of this house, Bishop Kevin Foreman. That's my dude right there. If I wasn't streaming to a whole lot of folks and we was in a closed room, I I might tell you how I would tell him in in Austin, Texas. That's my, you know. But but I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be good here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I just want to say, honey, thank you for y'all. June sixth is my. I almost messed that up. <laughs> I almost messed that up. June sixth is my thirtieth wedding anniversary. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about 30 years accumulative with several women. I'm talking about 30 years married to the same woman. Okay? And I have agreed to do something that I have never agreed to do before, which was get a passport and we go into Jamaica. So y'all pray for the bishop on that five-hour flight, because anyway. All right, you got your Bibles? Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, turn to John chapter 20. We're going to read verses 11 through 16. John chapter 20, verses 11 through 16. Hold on. John chapter 11, verses, I'm John chapter 20, verses 11 through 16. All right, it says this. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying. And as she was crying, she bent down and looked inside the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white sitting where Jesus's body had been, one at the head and one at the feet. They asked her, woman, Why are you crying? She answered, they have taken away my Lord and I don't know where they have put him. When Mary said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. Watch this. But she did not know it was Jesus. Did y'all see that? Jesus asked her, woman, why are you crying? Whom are you looking for? Thinking, watch this, he was the gardener. Said to him, did you take him away, sir? What? Tell me where you put him and I'll get him. Jesus said to her, Mary, Mary turned towards Jesus And said in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. I want to talk for a minute from the subject that I think many of us can identify with. I want to talk about don't let the moment make you miss the miracle. Don't let the moment make you miss the miracle. I'm sure we've all, we're all very familiar 
with this story. We're at the point now where Jesus has died and Mary was coming to tend to his body. The Bible says that she was crying as she looked in the tomb. I guess I want to start by telling you that sometimes in the moment, you forget what you've always believed. There is a danger in allowing your current situation, your current status, to distract you from what you know you ought to be doing and believing. There are about three or four people in here who know what I'm talking about. Mary, who knew Jesus intimately, looked at him and thought he was the gardener. Because she allowed where she was, what she was feeling, how she was uh, living at the moment to make her not see what was right in front of her. You know what? You better be careful that you don't let where you are stop you from seeing who he is. Ain't nobody talking to me. Sometimes you find yourself in situations where it is bad. You got a lot of stuff going on and you know God has never failed you before, but he's right in front of you and you act like he's the gardener. She believed the words that he was rising again, but when it came to be revealed that he had risen again, she said, sir, are you the gardener? She allowed her situation. She allowed what she was feeling. She allowed what she was going through to make her miss her miracle. It was right in front of her face. And she missed her miracle. Some of y'all are too holy to admit it. I'm going to be honest. Some of y'all are too holy to admit that you believe what God said until it was time for it to be proven. It's too many folks that won't admit it, but they know that God, I trust you until trusting meets the road. And when trusting meets the road, oh God, where are you? I'm right here. But you think I'm the gardener. Can I also say something since we're talking about pastor's appreciation and celebration? You believe Bishop Foreman as long as it ain't happened yet, but it come right in your face. Bishop, I'm so sad. I'm so depressed. I can't press through. What have I been teaching you for 16 years? Why are you listening to my words in the app if you ain't going to do what I tell you to do? If I tell you to move left, don't worry about the boulder on the left. Just move left. If I tell you to move forward, don't worry about the opposition. Just move forward. Why? Because we let our situations distract us from the miracle in the moment. So, I can't tell you, don't let the moment make you miss the miracle without telling you how to make sure that you know if you are missing the miracle. So how do you know if you're missing the miracle? The first way that you can tell of what happens that you can start seeing if you're missing a miracle is that cognitive recognition may elude you. 
Well, what, what do you mean by that, Bishop? What do you mean? Well, Mary was distracted by the it that she missed Jesus. The it can be a number of things for you. Everybody has their own it. And sometimes their own it is the creation of their own it. (laughs) Ain't nobody talking back to me. In other words, don't let your hurts, your losses, your sicknesses, your own stuff make you miss the miracle. I want to show you a great example of this. Go to Daniel. Put Daniel on Daniel chapter 3 verses 24 and 25. Watch this. King Nebuchadnezzar was so surprised that he jumped to his feet and asked the men who advised him, didn't we only put three people in there? He said, I'm sure there was only three people that we put in there. They answered, yes, king, you put three of them in there. The king said, look, I see four. Like that movie, I see dead people. I see four. And they not burning. They walking around. And the fourth one looks like a son of the gods. Watch what am I telling you? What I'm saying here is if you let him, he will always show up in your moment. When your enemy thought he had put you in the fire. When your enemy thought he had crucified you real good. When your enemy and your stuff thought that they had killed everything that you wanted to do. All of your dreams, all of your goals, all of your ambitions. Don't worry about being in the fire because in the fire there will be a fourth one that shows up. And when that fourth one shows up, you're not going to be sitting and burning. You're not going to be bound and tied. The Bible says they were walking around because that fourth one looks like the son of God. Baby, he will show up in your stuff. He will show up in your stuff and he will disrupt everything that that enemy thought he had planned against you. I thought I was going to kill him. I thought I was going to burn him. I thought I was going to distract him. I thought I was going to make him give up. I thought I was going to make him turn their back. I thought I was going to make them give up. They not turned around. They not giving up. They dancing in the fire. If you let him, he will show up. And when he shows up, guess what he going to do? He going to show out. When he shows up, he's going to show out. No matter what you think you got going on, God is faithful. And I'm going to need to just throw this in because it's true. This man has been faithful to me for 16 years. This man has been faithful to Harvest for 16 years. This man done prayed you out of the hell that you created in your own life. This man done done more for you than you could have ever imagined.
imagine without him, where would you be? I need somebody to celebrate the man of God and tell him thank you for showing up when I was in my fire. Oh, you have some haters wondering how you made it. I can't hear nobody. There's some folks watching and asking, how is she blessed? How did he get out of that mess? Why is her life so intact? Why does she look like she is accomplishing stuff in life? It's because in the midst of your fire, the fourth man showed up. And he said, we're not going to do it with it like this. We're going to celebrate. Baby, don't let the miracle, the moment make you miss the miracle. Go to Luke 24. I want to show you something else. I'm talking about how sometimes your stuff can fool with your thoughts and your eyes and your mind. Watch this. That same day, two of Jesus fall. This is interesting. It's kind of like the Mary thing, but it's a, they, they say two of Jesus' followers. In other words, folks that went with him everywhere he went. Two of Jesus' followers were going to a town named Emmaus about seven miles from Jerusalem I'm not going to deal with Emmaus but Emmaus means hot springs they were going to Jerusalem they were talking about everything that happened they were talking about the fact that Jesus had been crucified that he was hanging on the cross that he had died they were talking about this so in other words they were aware of what had gone on all right, are you with me? They were talking about everything that happened while they were talking and discussing. Watch this Jesus himself came near and began walking with them. The person they were talking about showed up and started walking with them. This ain't where I got to go, but I need to say this because I'm right here. Isn't it amazing that even in your moment of grief, even when stuff is dire and bad and and going crazy and wrong, you can just be talking about him and he shows up right on side of you. You can be talking about, I can't believe that it happened, but I'm glad that I believe his word. I trust Jesus and I know Jesus and and he shows up right there. But watch what happens. This is going to get me. This is going to get me. They came, but they didn't recognize him. Then he said, what are these things you're talking about while you walk? They asked him. He asked them, what are you talking about while you're walking? And they gave a descriptive commentary on what they were talking about. Look at what they said. But they were kept... Oh, go to the next one. Where am I at? Come on. I'll, I'll read. I got it wrote down here. He, in verse 17, he's, go to 17. He said... Okay, I'll just read it for you. Verse 17, he said, what are you talking about while you walk? The two followers stopped looking very sad. 
the, the one named Cleophas answered, are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who does not know what happened here? What? This, is what's, this is what's thrown off, right? They were so surprised. They said, everybody know what happened? It ain't no secret. What ha- are you a visitor? That you didn't even know what happened? So in other words, they were clear that something big had taken place that everybody should have been aware of. All right? Then verse 18, I said, the one named Cleophas answered, are you the only visiting Jew who does not know what just happened here? And then verse 19, Jesus said to them, what are you talking about? Tell me what I missed. Tell me what I'm confused about. They said about Jesus, he was a prophet who said and did many powerful things before God and all the people. In other words, they were aware of the power of this man. Yet they were walking, talking and sad because they thought he had just died. I need you to see the story because it's sad that Jesus has said so many things for you. So many things and you start lamenting the things that you thought were dead. You thought those things that he had said to you sounded good but you didn't really believe him enough to trust that when the rubber met the road it was going to still happen. Oh my God, I wish you get, I wish you wish you quit being holy and admitted that Jesus has said some things to you. Bishop has prophesied some things to you that you in the moment shouted for and believed for and when it's time to happen you walk sadly talking about yeah, he said some really powerful things. He did some really powerful things. Oh, cognitive dissonance will sometimes create a situation where you miss the miracle because you're in the moment. They were walking with the miracle and they missed him. Some of you have been walking with a miracle for 16 years (laughs) and you still question the words that are coming out of his mouth. You've been walking with a miracle. Why is he a miracle? Because he started something somewhere that ain't nobody who in their their right minds would ever have done it. He's created a a system, an organization that is thriving, that is moving. You have seen he's a debt-free man. He has prophesied debt-freeness to you. And and then you still question. I, I believe most of the stuff he said. But this is a stretch. It's a, he going to raise again? Three days? He going to raise? Ain't nobody been raised from the dead. Really? Hmm. Walking with the miracle. And they missed it because of the moment. When God performs a miracle in your life, you may not recognize him in the moment because you focus on the it. Focused on your it. That you miss the miracle of what he's doing. How do you know if you're missing the miracle? There's another way. 
Because sometimes your miracle might look like a hindrance. Is anybody getting anything? Am I, am I sharing anything new for you? good for you? Look at it, Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 10. Watch this. When the Israelites saw the king and his army coming after them, they were frightened and cried to the Lord for help. Here's the problem that I have with Exodus chapter 10 and the folks involved in it. They prayed for deliverance. Deliverance shows up. And just because they look at what seems like a hindrance, then they're ready to give up. Let me tell you something. Transition is hard. Change is difficult. It is challenging to go into environments that are new. Harvest, you know this. You're breaking ground in a whole nother city, in a whole nother state. Challenge, change is new. Change is challenging. But you cannot let what looks like a hindrance stop you from seeing the miracle. They prayed for deliverance. Deliverance came. And as they were getting to that point, watch me, as they were getting to that point of blessing and destiny, they see what looks like a roadblock and all hell breaks loose. How can you be that close to what you prayed for? Ain't nobody talking to me. How can you be that close to what you've sought the Lord for? How can you be that close to getting everything that you've asked, everything you've prayed, and just because there looks like a stumbling block in your path, you give up and cry, God, help me. He did. Already. You prayed to get out. He got you out. So you need to trust him to not only get you out, but to get you too. Because he ain't going to never bring you out unless he's intending to bring you too. Remember when Jesus was on the boat? He said, they said to him, hey, we need to get over to the other side. He got on the boat. He said, let's go to the other side then. Just because he went down there and took a nap, because you know why he took a nap? Because he wasn't worried about whether or not they were going to make it to the other side. Let me tell you something. If Jesus can rest knowing that what he said was going to take place, guess what? You can rest knowing that what he said is going to take place. He went, he took a nap, and the storm rose. It looked like a hindrance to them getting to the other side. And then they go to whining and crying. Whining and crying. Whining and crying. Had to wake him up. Here's the insult though. Lord, don't you care that we perish? Fool, I'm in the boat. Do you think I'm going to die with it? See, the problem that you have is sometimes you don't know that he in the boat with you. You forgot that he was traveling down the road with you. How do I know he's traveling? Because he said, I'll be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway in other words I'm going to make sure that you get to where you are supposed to go because I'm going to be walking with you the whole time listen miracles don't always put you on a path of ease get that 
Miracles don't always put you on the path of ease. In the midst of your miracle, you may find yourself frustrated, confused, scared. It may look like a hindrance, but guess what? Don't let fear put you on a crash course with your faith. Too many times we're tempted to let our fear overwork us and get us to the point that we don't accept the faith that we're supposed to be having. And let me tell you, I, I, I remember this, my grandma was saying this when I was a boy growing up and I hear this all in memes and everything. If you're going to pray, I mean, if you're going to worry, don't pray. And if you're going to pray, don't worry. Because the reality is, if it's already been set in motion, it's going to happen. You just got to deal with it. So the first thing is that you understand he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. How long do I have? I don't know how long. Just keep going. Okay. All right. So he's given us the power of love uh, 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 and a sound mind. Right thinking, get this, leads to correct living. See, when you think right, you can live right. But sometimes your thinking get all jacked up because you see what looks like a hindrance. And I'm here to tell you today, don't let that hindrance get your mind all jacked up. Because it may look like a hindrance. And guess what? It may even be a hindrance. But it ain't there to get you to stop. It's there to make you stronger by passing through. You only get stronger by going through what's set up to block you. You want, you want your miracle? Go for it. Because you ain't, if it don't cost you nothing to get it, you ain't going to ever value having it. I love the scripture. I love the scripture. I love the scripture that says the more they were afflicted, the more they multiplied and grew. I need you to understand that you're, listen, when you see a hindrance, you tell it, bring it on. You want to come against me? Bring it on. You want to try to stop me? Bring it on. All I know is that the more you try to block me, the stronger I'm going to get and the more I'm going to make through because I believe what the word of God has to say. How do you know if you're missing a miracle? Your cognitive dissonance can be off. You got all kind of fear because your miracle looks like a hindrance. But then there's something even more than that. When you don't trust the man of God that's called to lead you. Let's continue on in Exodus because I want you to see something. We was at verse 10. Let's go to verse 11. They said to Moses, what have you done to us? Can I say this first? The gall and audacity. I got you out of the hell you was in. I got you out of bondage. Watch this, out of debt, out of an abusive relationship. I done got you out of the generational curse that was on your life. I done showed you how your next 12 is going to be your best 12. 
God has showed you and done and this, that, the other. And just because you see some folks coming after you, you're going to say to me, what have you done to us? How dare you? Why did you bring us out of Egypt to die in the desert? One, you asked to be delivered. And I came with deliverance. And just because it looks like you're going to die, shut up. There were plenty. Listen to what they said. Then they want to try to scold it. There were plenty of graves in Egypt we could have died in. Well, if you wanted to die instead of be delivered, then you should have stayed your, you should have stayed there. I forgot I'm in Denver. <laughs> we told you in Egypt to let us alone because we were good with our bondage. Except we prayed for it. Delivering. We were good with our brokenness. But we were praying, God, get me out of debt. We were good with our generational curse. Except we prayed and we asked God to help break this curse. See, you were good with it when you didn't have to fight for it. But soon as the man of God gives you all the details to get it and some little thing happens you say why you do this to us? You know it's that slave mentality. We was good where we was. Except we wasn't. You wasn't good broke. You wasn't good getting your butt kicked in that relationship. You wasn't good broke passing down that same stuff that's been in your genes and family line the whole time you've been alive. You were never good with that. Now, your fear made, made, made you want to settle for that, but that was never what was good for you. But Moses answered, don't be afraid. Stand still and you will see the Lord save you. He was telling them, you've been listening to me. Keep listening to me. I ain't let you down yet. So don't worry about what looks like a hindrance right now. If you trusted me before and you've seen it work, trust me again. Stand still and see the Lord save you today. Cause, because after today, you ain't going to see these ninjas no more. You ain't going to see them no more. In other words, what he's really telling you is, is the fact that you paid attention to him before, after you get this deliverance, it don't matter what they say no more. It don't matter what they do no more. It don't matter how they act no more. 
It don't matter what they, what group they're part of no more. It don't matter about them no more. Because after today, they ain't going to be nothing that you need to worry about again. Don't let your moment make you miss the miracle, baby. Because the way this story ends, you all know it. They crossed over on dry land. They crossed over on dry land. I'm going to say it again because ain't nobody said nothing. They crossed over on dry land. In other words, he didn't even make the steps to get to the blessing money. You have to understand that the moments, they're important, but they cannot overshadow the miracle. And that happens when you let your mind get all jacked up. You start listening to folk tell you, child, I wouldn't do that. Child, I, I wouldn't believe everything he said. Girl, you crazy. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You've heard, it's been said to you before. You too radical. Have some folks, have some folks been told, you, you, you too close to that church. Have some folks tell you, I wouldn't go every time the church door open. I, I wouldn't be studying, I wouldn't be giving my money the way they be wanting you to. I wish I had some folks that'd be real with me. And I'm going to tell you, they say that because they ain't never experienced the kind of miracle that you've experienced in your life. And so they don't want you to have any more than what they have. I'm going to say it how I want to say it. They don't want you to have no more than what they got. Because misery loves company. They want you to be miserable like they are. I'm going to tell you what you tell them. I can tell you how to get into your misery. You need to connect with Bishop Foreman at Harvest Church. He'll teach you how to get out of your misery. He'll teach you how to expect a miracle. He'll teach you how to get the things that you want out of life. That's what happens when you connect with Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church. Don't let. Don't let. Don't let. Don't let. Don't let. The moment make you miss your miracle. God bless you. God bless you today. God bless you today. God bless you today. I'm so glad to be here in an environment where people know the word. And they know the word because they've been taught the word. And you know how to see through the, 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 the sneaks and the stuff of folk. You can recognize it. I'm only asking you to keep recognizing it. Don't turn the blind eye to it. If you've been blessed in this house before, can I hear you? Hey, I don't hear nobody. If the ministry of harvest and Bishop Foreman has blessed you, can I hear you? 
Hallelujah. 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 Hey, I know we gave, I want to do something good. I want to give again. But I want to, this time I want to sow into this ministry because I want you guys to keep doing what you are doing. I got $50. I want you to get $50. Can you get $50? Tony and Johnny, somebody, y'all bring me a basket up here. I I I want something to put this money in. I want to sow into this man who has done amazing things. Come on up here, Johnny. And if you can, will you join me in giving $50? $50 to say, Bishop, thank you for being a great teacher, a great leader, even more so a great example. That your words have been meaningful in my life. And I just want to sow into you. Here's mine. Can you get $50 if you can? We ain't doing it in no spot. You can give online. If you can't do it like that, put it on them. Put that up there where they know. There you go. They, they are all ahead of you. I got you. Thank you. Got you, fool. <laughs> but so into the man of God. Because he, listen, you, you don't want to ever try to muzzle the ox that treadeth the corn. You will always be a blessing to folks who bless you. Can I also say this? Because the truth is, sometimes we bless folks who don't give a care about us. We do better by them than the folks who really are doing stuff that benefit us. We've been over backwards doing stuff for folks that ain't ever done anything positive for us. And I'm going to be honest, I'm guilty of that too. I have done that before. And I, matter of fact, uh, I, I told my wife, I said, I, I'm going to quit this job. She said, what job? Caring more about people than they care about me. My resignation has already been submitted for that. I'm not doing that no more. Because what I have is life in my throat. And I don't want any, I don't want my life going to people who only want to sow death back into me. So if you have cash, go and bring it up here and, and let's do this. If you give online or however you give with all of them machines and stuff, do that. But I want you to bring it up here. And I'm not, I'm not praying no special prayer for you because this is the, the least of what you should get. Thank you. If you're doing it like that, I like how they're doing it. They're tapping their machines where they don't gave online. Do that. Phones, yeah. They, I, said, I said machines. Look, I'm from the South. I'm from Austin, Texas, and we say weird stuff. Can I also tell you, if you don't have 50, that's okay. Can you give something? If you don't have 50, just give something. Guys, God bless you. I love you. And it was great seeing you. Amen. Y'all give it up for the vice chairman of the board of directors. Don't let the moment make you miss the miracle. Stretch your hands. Father, we pray for Bishop now. Father, we pray 
Father, I know he's ministering a totally different message at this next experience. And so, Father, we pray that you would restore his strength. And God, that you would anoint him afresh for this second experience, God. Let, let it take us to a whole nother level in Jesus' name. Come on, can you celebrate my friend? And... Amen. Amen. Listen, I want to do this very quickly. If you're, you can be seated. If you're in this building or you're online and you're not a Christian, I don't want you to miss. Don't miss your miracle. And for some of you today, the miracle is going to be the miracle of salvation. And so today, if you need to give your life to the Lord for the very first time on campus or online, or secondly, you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him. Or thirdly, like business woman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure today in this building and online on the count of three, I'm going to ask that you bow your heads and close your eyes for just a moment. Why? Because the person next to you may be making a decision that's going to affect their future. And you don't want them to miss making this decision because you're staring up all in their grill. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? So, Father, we pray now that you would draw those that need to respond today. I come against any hindrance. I come against anything that would block or stop them from responding. In Jesus' name, today, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure, wherever you're at, on campus, I'm going to ask that you raise your hand. Or line, I'm going to ask that you do the hand with emoji or say, it's me. One, God's coming to get you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. If that's you, hand up in this building. Online, do that hand with emoji or say, it's me. On TikTok, you do that hand baby emoji or you say it's me on clubhouse you respond in the comments everybody pray this to me say father thank you for dying in my place thank you for your love for me i confess with my mouth i believe in my heart that you are my lord and my savior in jesus name give me the grace to be a faithful christian hallelujah Text that word decision to 877-552-4746 or you can scan that QR code on the screen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.